Today's Leading Women episode 148. Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Are you looking on expanding your audience through podcasting? Learn how to create, grow, and monetize your podcast. Go to learnpodcastingtoday.com to learn more. Yes, women of the world, let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Joanna Penn. Joanna Penn is a New York Times and USA Today best-selling author of thrillers On the Edge under J.F. Penn, as well as writing nonfiction for authors. She's also a professional speaker, voted one of the Garden UK Top 100 Creative Professionals 2013. Joanna is an international professional speaker on creative entrepreneurship, digital publishing, and internet marketing. She loves to inspire, educate, and entertain in person, as well as online. Women of the world, Miss Joanna Penn. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me, Marie. We are delighted to have you on the show, and I'm sure our listeners are excited to hear from you as well. Now, Joanna, I really like what you're doing with your business. You are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, you know, the sweat equity, the knowledge and experience to build a special business you call your own. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you, and I want to provide that conduit, you know, that bridge between you and our listeners. So here are some cool questions that we can talk about. Feel free to comment anytime about them, but these are just general questions I have in mind. So let's start with your business. You know, there might be people out there who want to start one and have no clue how to go about it. Can you tell us more about your business and the idea behind that niche? Yeah, sure. So I I kind of have two brands, um, as you mentioned in the introduction. Uh, my my main sort of business site is thecreativepen.com, and that's pen with a double N, like my name. Um, and from there, I I'm I guess I'm a, a blogger, I'm a podcaster like yourself. I have a YouTube and everything, and I draw people in and I teach them about self publishing, about book marketing. So my audience are mainly uh, authors at that site. Um, that. Uh, site also gets me professional speaking work um, and I also sell online courses so multimedia courses video courses that type of thing so that's one part of my business and then the other part of my business is um, I sell thrillers and dark fiction and my uh, my name there is JF pen um, and that's on a different site and I'm, I'm quite a dark uh, dark writer so there's thrillers action adventure crime mystery um, books so at the moment my income is really split between fiction and also non-fiction professional speaking and online courses wow I love what I'm hearing about your business and you know how it evolved and came into existence and I'm sure our listeners were curious to hear that from you as well now what was that defining moment, you know, that prompted you to start a business and made you say, this is my business? 
Well, I, I think for many people, it's not really a straight line. Um, so back in sort of 2000, and so I, I had tried to start businesses before, which didn't really work. And I was um, an, a business consultant for 13 years, implementing financial systems into uh, large corporates. So I generally worked in accounts payable departments, uh, not really a, a particularly inspiring job, um, but I was very well paid. So um, I, I was sort of struggling with, you know, that first world problem of I have a really good job that pays me well but I hate it and I'm miserable you know why is that that seems just crazy I should be grateful for everything I'm I've got but I'm unhappy with my work so I wanted to understand why so I started to study why people don't enjoy what they do and how I could find a better way and I wrote the first iteration of um, my book which is called career change and in writing that book I learned a lot about self-publishing and started my blog um, and also started to get speaking gigs Um, and I was still working full-time and we can come back to that later but um, essentially I started out writing non-fiction I started speaking and then as I was blogging about writing and publishing I decided to write my first novel um, in 2011 Um, and so I put that out um, and found that I loved writing fiction and now really my business is very much changing into um, you know into writing fiction and that that earns more money all the time so it's a very interesting point so I don't think that there was one defining moment that prompted this particular iteration of my business um, but uh, it was just that I hated what I was doing and I I wanted to change my life and what I've ended up doing is not at all what I would have expected. Wow, what a lovely story. And you are right, you know, sometimes or more often it's not, there is nothing like a defining moment, but or, or a life, some people have like a life changing event in their life that made them switch or made them think like 360 degrees of the, about their lives. Um, but some others are like, for example, with you, it just evolved with you and you found out what you like to do and what you want to do after. Um, mm-hmm. And for our listeners out there, you know, there won't be any, you know, um, similar I mean I'm sure you can relate to what uh, Joanna just shared because I too I didn't have that like really significant moment or event in my life that prompted me to start a business so maybe for you for our listeners out there you you want you will know uh, that moment maybe I hope it's not going to be a a significant event or serious event in your life that may make you think of going into business but there will be a little bit of cues maybe maybe not really a uh, obvious cues that will give you that will make you think that okay th- maybe this is the time for me to do something else that I want to do or that I am uh, that I love doing or things that I like what Joanna said because she found out what she loves to do and about this writing and then this book writing books and then writing this fiction and non-fiction book so you will it will evolve in that I'm sure for our listeners out there you, you will come at a time for you that you feel like you want to do something else that you are passionate about doing so wow thank you for sharing that that was really beautiful All right. Now, your business obviously has a vision to be the market leader in your industry, and that resonates very well with a particular portion of our listeners. However, they really like to know what was that compelling vision for your business that continues to drive you towards success day in and day out? 
Yeah, well, I think uh, I have a board on my wall by my desk, which I think um, everybody, you know, everyone has if they're, they're driving forward. Um, and, and I have on the wall, um, have you made art today? So that is one driving force is that my aim is to create new things in the world every day. And primarily for me, that is creating books um, and actually writing words. Um, it says, have you written a thousand words? So if you're a writer, that's the kind of thing that writers have on their walls. Um, but in terms of a bigger vision, um, I have I am a brand name fiction author. So for me, um, that is really a very long term goal. Uh, if you look at someone like Stephen King, who's had a you know a forty year career and has got to the top of um, you know the top of his game, that's kind of what I'm aiming for is that long term um, success in the future. And that is for me creating great books that people want to read um, and consistently doing that over time. And I think also uh, in terms of a vision about my life, it's really, um, I've also got uh, on the wall, right to live and what is living today. And that, so I'm not always at my desk. So I do a lot of travel for research and traveling is part of the reason I do what I do. Um, so that is part of, I guess, what I, I want to always include in my life. Um, and that sort of location independence that I can write anywhere. Wow, what a beautiful vision you have there. And uh, especially when I said about creating something or writing a book that people will enjoy and people will enjoy consuming. Um, I can totally see that. And of course, being in business gives us that um, uh financial freedom financial financial stability to create the kind of lifestyle that we want we want to live and that that you know the takeaway here for our listeners is that create something create a vision for yourself or for your business that inspires you on a daily basis so that when you know challenges come along the way you know you know that you have a direction in life you know that you have a goal in life and you know that something is inspiring you or motivating you on a daily basis so thank you for sharing those now let's talk about how you prepared for success that turned this vision into a reality can you share our listeners what are some of your personality traits or your top three personal qualities that help you become a successful entrepreneur that our listeners can learn from yeah, sure. Um, I think I'm very independent, um, and that that is defined in my business. I'm a um, an independent author, so I self-publish. I don't have a label, um, so uh, and and that means I can earn a much larger percentage of income than if I used a publisher. Um, so that independence kind of guides everything I do. Uh, you know, it's not asking permission; it's just uh, creating and getting yourself out there and using all the tools we can. So, so uh, that independence uh, and also persistence. Uh, so I think everybody knows that you can't start a business uh, overnight. Uh, most businesses take three to five years before anything really happens. Um, you know, things like my blog, it was a, about a year of blogging every day before I even got, you know, comments or, or listeners. Um, with book sales, it takes, you know, a good number of books before you start making some decent money. Um, so persistence would be the other one. And then uh, for me, I think it's a willingness to um, change my life in order to achieve a greater goal. So I, I gave up 
Um, you know, obviously, when I had been a, a successful financial business consultant, I was on a, a very big salary. Um, and when I decided I wanted to live this life, I completely downsized. So I, I married my husband and I moved from a four bedroom house and a car and everything. And now we live in a one bedroom flat um, in order that we would get rid of all our debts, that we would um, live much more simply so that we could um, downsize my income and I could actually do something I wanted to do with my life. Uh, we also gave up the TV five years ago. Um, you know, all the, all the kind of trappings of the life that I was living before that were tying me into a job I hated um, we got rid of all those things. So um, that some people would consider that a sacrifice, whereas I kind of consider that um, happily giving it up uh, for the greater goal. Wow, I love those stories that you've just shared. And I mean, being independent, having that persistence and willingness to give up on th some things. I, I mean, you know what? I totally agree with you because, you know, when you really want it bad enough, you have to be willing to work hard for it and sacrifice a little bit, not just, not what it won't be for long term, but especially in the short term, you know, giving up, giving up that time watching TV and make use of that one, building your business or giving up those things that you don't, you don't need at the moment, downsizing, for example, living frugally so that you have something to use for your business. I totally agree with you with that one. And for our listeners out there, the good news is that this traits that Joanna shared, we can all cultivate them. We can all adopt them into our business building activities and also in life in general. We can all learn from what Joanna just shared. So that's those are being independent, having that persistence, which is really huge. You know, having that tenacity, never giving up on your dreams. And the other one is to is willingness to give up some things that in exchange for building your business or having those little sacrifices uh, while building our business. Love those tips that you just shared. So thank you for sharing those. Now, let's talk about what happened when you started your journey as entrepreneur. You know, as entrepreneurs, we face daily challenges that define our being. And to get through those challenges takes a very special person. And our audience wants to know that special person in you. So what have been your biggest challenges and how have you addressed or overcame those barriers to success that a lot of women entrepreneurs face today? Right. Well, I think... Uh there's there, I mean there's lots we all have lots of challenges but I want to talk about the psychology side because um, I think a lot of successful women will have this uh, issue when you go from a typical job um, you know and you know where I was uh, I'd been working there 13 years I had quite a lot of respect from both people at work and also um, the income and you know people respect a traditional job so when I gave up a traditional job, a traditional income, a traditional house and lifestyle to become an author um, and a speaker and an internet kind of entrepreneur, or that self-esteem issue um, became quite big. So because people look at you like you're crazy, um, you know, your, your family just don't understand. Most people don't understand. I mean, everybody thinks you're going to be, you know, you, that, that it just won't work. Um, so even though I'm not somebody who values massive amounts of status, I still felt a big drop in my self-esteem in that first year because you've got the combination of, oh my goodness, is this going to work? Plus all these people saying, 
what are you doing? Why don't you just go back to your job? But, you know, it'd be much safer. You know, why have you got rid of your house? You know, why are you taking these risks? Um, and most people don't seem to want you to be happy or give things a go and, and take those risks. So I would say to people that, you know, that, that be aware that if you give up your job for your own business um, or even if you start working on your own business on the side um, there will be those kind of questions that come up and the best way that I've found um, to counteract that is one listen to podcasts like this Um, I used to listen to so much audio when I was going through the change because Uh, you know, you can listen to stories, people like me and other people you've interviewed who have made that change successfully. And you also need to cultivate a network. And for me, that was Twitter. Uh, Twitter is just full of entrepreneurs. And once you get into those kind of networks, uh, meet people, um, you can meet people from all over the world through these type of networks. And that will sustain you uh, through that really difficult um, first year of of self-doubt. Wow, I can totally resonate with what you've just shared. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners can relate to that challenge that you've just shared, because I am sure one way or another, we have experienced this and, you know, overcoming this uh, low self-esteem, you know, this doubts, these fears, especially in the beginning when everyone doubts what you're doing or when everyone, uh, and also when you feel like you're not secured in in this business to begin with, in in the beginning stages of your business. So for our listeners out there, know that this challenge that for example Joanne just shared and I too have experienced are part of being in business are part of being of in life in general we all have these challenges that come along the way it is how we deal with them that matters and one way that Joanna overcame this is to listen to other people's to successful stories of other people listen to podcasts like this listen to uh, read books listen to other uh, entrepreneurs and to their journey, listen to their stories, listen to their journeys, and pick up on what the lessons that they, they, they've learned. Because most of us, um, you know, have in one way or another have experience and, excuse me, <coughs> shared lessons that we can learn from each other. And I am really big on the other one that you've just shared about creating your support system, your network. And yeah, Twitter is one, one great, great platform for meeting other people, connecting with other people, like-minded individuals, like-minded entrepreneurs or like-minded people in business. So for our listeners out there, there are a lot of, uh, there are going to be a lot of challenges that, you know, come along the way, but there are a lot of ways to deal with them. There are a lot of resources out there um, to learn from or to help you over come this so thank you joanne for sharing this because i'm sure a lot of our listeners yeah uh, learn a lot from what you've just shared all right now joanna let's switch gears for a little bit and talk about work-life balance you know being a business owner myself maintaining a work-life balance is so crucial to overall success in life now the challenge with entrepreneurs is how to click on and click off and create the work-life balance particularly if you have a family juggling many roles so in your life as an entrepreneur how do you maintain this work-life balance and what are some of the ways that you accomplish this in the areas of your health your family, your relationships, and your business? Uh, well, <laughs> I think I, I I actually don't believe in balance when you do what you love. Um, so as a writer, everything I do goes into my books. I, I mean, I, I think I, I work 
you know, in inverted commas, all my waking hours, and I love it. Um, so my holidays with my husband turn into research trips for books. Um, you know, we often go out together for, uh, like the other day, we went to Westminster Abbey in London, and I found this uh, this paving, you know, this paving stone with a symbol on, which will go into a book. And um, even when I have digital fast days, so I do believe in logging off the internet sometimes, but um, when I have digital fast days, I spend that time reading other thrillers, other business books. Um, all of that goes into my writing and my business. Um, even, you know, when we go out riding bikes and doing active things, you know, I'm often thinking about what I'm doing. So I, I, I went from having a job, which I hated, where as soon as I left work, I would leave it behind. Um, and now I, I really, I just think balance is, is a myth. If you love what you do, then it, it does, it does become your life. So I'm, I'm happily a workaholic, somebody who just loves, you know, I love everything I do. So, um, yeah, so I guess that's possibly not what you were expecting. <laughs> Well, I certainly agree with you because sometimes I, t I tell myself, oh, work-life balance is really a myth for us entrepreneurs because you know what? We are so passionate and driven uh, with our business that it's no longer work for us. So we can work and work and work. 24 hours sometimes is not enough. But y yes, I, I mean, for example, with you, you can combine this vacation, vacation and business. I mean, when you are on vacation with your family or okay, maybe you can start some sneaking sometimes. Well, time of the day or time of that, that vacation to read or I mean like with you it's it's so easy to uh, keep doing this even while you're on vacation because you can read while you're on vacation you can you can research on a lot of uh, the works that you're doing and it's not you like what you said you really love what you're doing it's no longer work for you so for our listeners out there, there you know it really depends on the kind of lifestyle you you want to have uh, but the bottom line here is that to really make time for you and the, the other priorities in your life so your business obviously uh, can take most of your time but especially if, if you have family make time for them as well I mean or set expectations or have that communication so that they know that okay this time you're going to be working and they're going to be time that you have to make time for them as well because they are part of your life so whatever your lifestyle is, situation is right now make time for those that are important to you and, uh, and especially for yourself I'm really big on really taking care of ourselves because being a nurse myself, I've seen so many people, you know, suffering as a result of not taking their, their health as a priority. So that's really one big area that us entrepreneurs, especially for us working at home or sitting long, long hours in front of the computer, for example, we really have to take care of ourselves so that we have the energy and, you know, to be, be productive in building the business that we so love. So that's the bottom line. Right? I mean, uh, if you, work-life balance there's i don't believe that there is such uh, like a perfect work-life balance but we can blend it we can adapt it according to our lifestyle according to how our life is at the moment so i think that's the bottom line there for that work-life balance so thank you for sharing your perspective on that joanna all right now let's talk about success and what success means to you you know your business appears to be financially doing quite well and with that success flows into other areas in the entrepreneur's life. Now, we'd like to also say that success is a mindset. I can have $10 in my pocket, but my mind feels like a millionaire. I feel great about myself and I'm moving forward. The opposite way will be a multi-billionaire and be totally miserable. So am I successful? Financially, yes. Individually, probably not. 
So in your journey as an entrepreneur, what does success mean to you? And what are some of the benchmarks that you use to measure your success? Well, um, I mean, you mentioned money there, and I think it's important to mention. I, uh, I'm in my third year of full-time uh, author, speaker, entrepreneur, and I'm earning about a third of what I earned in my day job. So in terms of success, some people would say that, well, that's not very good. But the fact is I'm in year three of this business, this full-time business, and I was 13 years in my other job, um, in my corporate job. So I, I, in terms of the financial level of success, my next goal, financial goal, is to get back to the salary I had when I left um, the day job. But I'm giving myself a few more years to get there. So, so for the financial level of success um, is less, I guess, you know, I'm comfortable and fine and downsized and everything. So that's not, uh, you know, that's not so much for me. It's more about uh, book sales. Um, so uh, I have, you know, the, the million, the million book sales is, is definitely, is definitely on my list. Um, uh, I've sold about 230,000 books at the moment. So, you know, I will get to book sales. Um, but I guess that, you know, the first, the first success benchmark was giving up my day job and making that decision to do this full time. Um, and then, yeah, and then really, I guess the next one is, is book sales. I mean, hitting the, it was interesting because hitting the New York times and the USA today list, um, it, yeah, I used to think that was uh, some kind of success, but now it's funny because I just, uh, I, I don't feel I feel proud of it, but it doesn't feel like necessarily a massive thing anymore. It's kind of a strange situation. Um, and I think we all have that problem where we move our, we move the mark, you know, we say, oh, that is a goal. And then we get it. And then we're like, oh, you know, maybe that wasn't such a big goal after all. So um, we'll see what I say when I hit the million books sold um, <laughs> probably a couple of years time. Well, the good thing is that, you know, when you have those goals, when you have those milestones and you achieve them, it pushes us to even, you, you want to go for something bigger because we know that we have that potential in, within us because if we don't feel that way, if we don't feel that, okay, all right, this one, okay, it was a success and I'm happy for it, but I guess there is something more to it. So it somehow, I mean, for me, I, I'm very ambitious as well. I mean, when I hit a goal that I I have myself, I push myself to achieve even higher goals, which is to me is a good thing because it keeps me, you know, wanting, it keeps me, it keeps my drive to achieve, to wanting to achieve more. So I love your perspective on that and the benchmarks that you have there. I'll certainly look forward to hitting, to you hitting that one million, million sales of your books. <laughs> yeah, but wow. I, I do think it's funny. I do feel though right now, it's funny. I've been reflecting on this recently. I'm very happy um, and content. And I feel it's interesting because when I was in business uh, as a consultant, I was angry all the time. I just felt this anger you know, and that just, that's not my personality. I'm not an angry person. And recently, I've been just thinking, you know, I'm very content with my life. I am very driven to achieve things. But I'm also extremely content with the way my life is, which is I'm writing. Um, uh, you know, I'm enjoying the process of every day. And I think that's a big difference to how I used to live. I used to just aim for the future. And now I'm really happy living in my day to day life of writing and researching and 
and, you know, doing stuff online, doing things like this. So I would really aim, you know, ask people, ask listeners to think about what will make you content every day? What kind of life will make you happy every day? Um, so for me, it was definitely I don't want employees I don't want a big company I don't want to you know have a really big multi-million dollar business with shops and you know whatever really think about how you want your daily life to be as well as the future wow great point there that what you've said because you are right I mean you know we should enjoy the process at the same time as being driven or achieving these goals that you have in yourself or in your business you know being success really being happy and content at the moment at the present and i echo what you said about really enjoying the process really enjoying the day-to-day uh think the day-to-day the day-to-day life um as you are you know, um p- pursuing some um some big goals out there and or you're going after big goals because that's what matters and i mean if you are happy at the moment if you're enjoying if you're content with what you're doing at the moment that's really what success is i love that perspective all right now let's talk about one of the highlights of our show and that's your advice for other entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be you obviously got some lessons learned and you're about to experience. So take it back to the past. Say you're going to start all over again as an entrepreneur and you are in a class with other entrepreneurs who are hungry and thirsty for success or even for making that first buck. What types of special suggestions and lessons learned would you give your fellow entrepreneurs knowing where you came from and where you're headed at? And if you can boil them down to your top three tips or advice, what would those three be? Uh, So I think you need to start on the side. So don't give up your day job until you have some kind of income because it takes longer than you think. Um, So I did three years uh, part time. I worked every evening, every weekend. I also went down to four days a week in my day job. Um, And as I mentioned, we got rid of the TV as well. So pretty much um, I made time to do things part time. And while keeping the day job, which gives you that financial security whilst you you do the the work of building up um, your client base or your products or really finding out what you want to do because um, I think that's the next thing is uh, you will likely not end up doing the business that you thought you were going to do. (laughs) Um, I see it as um, a bit like skiing is that if you know you want to go down a hill but you actually have to zigzag to get down there Um, but you also have to be moving in order to change direction. So I started off thinking that I was going to write non-fiction and be like a self-help person. Um, You know I thought I would make money from blogging, you know that that would be my primary income. I never I never ever thought I would write fiction um, for, you know, for most of my living, um, which is a totally different direction. So that that's another thing is, you know, be ready to to pivot, as they call it in the startup community. Um, but to sort of the bit and I mentioned this before about deciding what you want for your life. Um, this is a much bigger deal than you know, deciding what you're passionate about. So for example, I love scuba diving and passionate about scuba diving. So years back, I started a scuba diving business. um, But that has incredibly high startup and running costs. It's risky. It's dependent on people and weather. It's location dependent. Um, and I, I lost a lot of money. And I also, at the time, I lost a, um, my relationship. So over that business. So that 
really helped me realize that the most important thing is deciding what what you want in your life. So for me, it is it was deciding on location independence, which is I want to be able to run a business from a laptop and not be in one physical place. I don't want employees. I don't want to be tied down or um, you know relying on anyone in particular. I want low overheads um, and internet business and writing are really good for that type of thing. And also something that would keep my my mind busy and uh, not be repetitive. So um, writing different books all the time works for that. Um, so once you decide what type of things you want in your life, then you can actually design your business around. Um, what that would be. So if I had decided those things up front, there's no way I would have started a scuba diving business. It would just have been stupid. Um, so yeah, those would be my tips. Wow. I love those tips that you've just shared and uh, really, really great takeaways there for our listeners to um, to take action on today. I mean, the first one I would share is to start on the side. And I'm really huge on this because for our listeners out there, if you have, if you still are working on your day job, Start your business on the side because you will need that financial cushion. You will need that financial security because there are going to be expenses along the way in building a business. So don't, if you can, don't jump into doing business without some financial cushion. So it's really a great um, way to start a business when you still have your job because you know you're going to have some uh, financial security in there. And the other one that you've shared is to be ready to pivot when your business calls for it because you are right. It will your business maybe your first idea is not going to be the the business you're going to end up doing and be ready for that plan for that be prepared for it and embrace it embrace uh, that one that costs right and i really love what you said about creating a business around your lifestyle you know create design the lifestyle that you want and then the business the business around it because i too i mean my vision is to create a business that I only need my laptop and an internet and that's it I mean that's the kind of business I want to create so for our listeners out there think that one and adopt this uh, uh, tips that you want to share and think about the what kind of business you want to create and first of all what kind of lifestyle you want to create and then create the business around it I love those tips so thank you for sharing those all right What's one favorite business resource or a tool that you use in your business that's radically changing the way you do business and which you can share our listeners with? Uh, yes, so if anybody wants to write a book, um, the software that we all use in, in the community is Scrivener, uh, S-C-R-I-V-E-N-E-R, Scrivener. Um, it's software for writing and organizing your books, and also you can use it to publish. So you can actually output um, the files that you need to publish on Amazon for Kindle um, and EPUB formats for uh, Kobo and Nook and iBookstore. Um, so it's a really brilliant software it's only 49 us dollars um and it, it will absolutely change your life if you are a writer people also use it for organizing their blog stuff and their freelance writing and um you know their dissertations and their whatever so it's brilliant software and that is definitely one that will change your life um if you are a writer and can you spell that one one more time please yes scrivener s-c-r-i-v-e-n-e-r i-v-e-n E-R, Scrivener, okay? I'm going to have that one on our show notes as well for our, our listeners to uh, get that. And now, entrepreneurs are wide readers. Can you recommend a book or two that they can get that would help them grow personally and professionally? 
Yeah, I mean, I read a lot of uh, books and I actually do a lot of reviews on Goodreads. Um, so people can always follow my reviews there. But two I recommend are The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield, which is fantastic. Um, and, uh, you know, a lot about the resistance that um, stops us from doing the things we should be doing. <laughs> um, and also he has a follow up book. They're both really short. Um, the other one is called Do the Work. Uh, and, and he also has another one, Turning Pro. And those three books, I have them in print, in ebook and audiobook format. And they really help me keep focused on, um, you know, creating and sitting down and writing the words. Um, very much it's not about waiting for inspiration. If you are a full time writer, it's, it's doing the work um, and becoming a pro. So, yeah, very challenging books by Stephen Pressfield. Yes, the war of art, do the work and turning pro. Yes, those are my staple books. I mean, I go back to them over and over again because they are quick read, but they are full of golden nuggets there. I mean, when I'm feeling down and, you know, I feel so stuck, I go back to those because it really gets me. It really inspires me when I read those phrases that, that he writes there on the book. So for our listeners out there, just the war of art, do the work and turning pro by Stephen Pressfield. Thank you for sharing those. Last but not in the list, Joanna, in my mind, you are a superhero. Or shall I say superheroine? Because you have done this, you have done that. But you've also experienced a lot of challenges that our listeners definitely relate. So if you are a superhero, who do you want to be and why? And it doesn't have to be a cartoon character, but can be someone you admire and look up to. Uh, right. Well, <laughs> there are so many. But in terms of my, uh, you know, the, the cartoon or the the sort of graphic novel I would be Catwoman um I was thinking about that because I like cats and I'm very dark my fiction is very dark um and my um I also really love Lara Croft um so my books I always have very strong women in my books both um the good guys and the bad guys and um my books are described as Dan Brown meets Lara Croft um so that kind of kick-ass um adventure uh so I, I that's kind of my alter ego really I I'm I'm adventuring um, around the world uh, when I'm not sitting here writing. <laughs> yes, love those characters as well. Now, uh, can you share our listeners what's one big benefit that they can get with your product or service and where they can get it and then we'll end from there. Yeah, well, if you want to be entertained and want some thrillers, then uh, jfpen.com uh, or all my books are on um, Amazon and iBooks and uh, Nook and all of the stores uh, in print, audio and eBooks. Um, but if you want to write a book or understand a bit more about self-publishing, uh, you can get a free 87-page uh, author 2.0 blueprint um, at thecreativepen.com forward slash blueprint um, and I also have a podcast for um, on writing and authors and uh, creativity and business um, uh, at thecreativepen.com forward slash podcast so uh, all of that's most of what's on my site is actually free um, so uh, if people are interested in that please come and have a look all right and that's jfpen.com for all uh, Joanna's books and for the, the um, other things the creative the creativepen.com especially pick up her um, blueprint so that's the creativepen.com slash blueprint and also check her podcast so that will be the creativepen.com slash uh, forward slash podcast or just go to the main site 
thecreativepen.com and check on what she has installed for you. So for our listeners out there, I'm going to have all these links on our resources page. So you can, uh, uh, if you weren't able to write that, uh, those links, I'm going to have those on resources. And by the way, these resources and the links that are mentioned in today's podcast will be made available in a beautiful infographic show notes at todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash Joanna Penn or just type in her name on the search bar and it will find it for you. So if you aren't able to get all of those resources and the links, I'm going to have them on the show notes as well. Joanna, thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time and your inspiring story, your expertise, for being a role model to many and for bringing such a positive energy with our listeners today. Women of the world, including me, appreciate you and wish you more success in business and in your life. Thanks so much for having me, Marie. It was really fun. Podcasting is taking the world by storm. If you are a marketer and not using this platform, your business is missing out on a big opportunity to reach a wider audience. Find out how you can create, grow, and monetize your podcast and take your podcasting skills from novice to experts. Go to learnpodcastingtoday.com now. Feeling inspired and empowered to make it happen? Then take the next step and go get your free guide to the top three iPhone apps that these high-achieving women use to get things done lightning fast today. Visit todaysleadingwomen.com slash apps for your free download, and we'll see you on the next episode of Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg.